skeletons and shivers down your spine. Shrieking skulls will shock your soul and seal your doom tonight. Spooky, scary skeletons speak with such a screech. You'll shake and shudder in surprise when you hear these zombies. This was not my first. I plead the fifth. Deny all charges. Absolutely. I'm not fucking going to jail. Not again. You try to make t when you trying to make toilet wine while being shanked by five Latinos. Mm -mm. And shanked, shanked your way is in the asshole. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like not shanked the the generalized way with knives. We're talking about. I don't know. I can't agree. Pasta. <laughs> no, we were talking about sodomy. We were talking about cocks. <laughs> so we were talking about penises. But this is. Let's have a pasta. Hey, uh, Mr. Death, I'm so happy to be back. <laughs> oh, we have our very favorite special guest back today. It is Frowns McBoohoo. No, not today, motherfucker. My name is Frowns McBoonpoon. You dig? Frowns McBoonpoon here today. What are we doing today, Frowns McBoonpoon? We're gonna eat a lot of pasta. Or, or if you're vegetarian, Brussels sprout pasta. <laughs> it's the best, you know, uh, unlike Thanksgiving. Uh, Brussels, Brussels sprouts everywhere. Uh, uh yeah, all, all, all day, every day, Mr. Death. <laughs> I honestly don't know why he's surprised that his throat hurts when he talks like this. <laughs> Ow, <he's a> <laughs> <laughs> Your throat definitely doesn't hurt from all the bong rips we're not doing. Or all the dicks we may or may not be sucking. You don't Not mine! I want I want everyone to Not mine, mind you. Um Death Death don't flip that way, but Vin Diesel sure flips cars. Uh, all I gotta say is $20 is $20. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I want $20 worth of Dick sucks. creepypasta today. Oh, uh, today we are reading the creepypastas, and the creepypastas are. Creepypastas. <laughs> essentially, creepypastas are found internet scary stories. And you can find them everywhere, not just on the internet. <laughs> where where else can we find them, Frowns McBoonboon? <laughs> For five dollars in the back alley behind Joe's titty bar. I mean, yeah, that's I was just there last night. We're reading some some spooky spaghetti. Um, I actually I saved some stories for you. I'm not sure if I told you that. Okay, so we're gonna start with. This one is a conversation, so I'll let you read it, um, but when it gets to the dialogue, I will read the he line, and you will read the me line. Like like a play. You're not new to plays. I do all things. I was going to say, all the homosexuals do the musicals. Excuse me, bitch. <laughs> I do more than musicals. I do men, too. I <laughs> tap numbers. <laughs> he does tap numbers, too. You, you Can find, I read my story? You find this offensive. Can I read my story? What's the story called? I was a hot single in your area. Found on Creepypasta. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it starts, hey. <laughs> if you have ever visited porn sites, you know those hot singles in your area ads. 
You probably also know how fake they are. Those women in those pictures are not actually near your area. They're just- What? <laughs> they are? <laughs> Shit! Who have I been talking to? Bill Cosby. Shit! <laughs> put in! Now I lost my spot. Now you know what? Uh, you probably also know how fake they are. Those women in the pictures are not actually near your area. They are just stock photos from foreign escort sites. You probably know all this all too well. If you were, however, to click them, a chat window would open up. You could choose which girl you want to chat with. At first, the chat is free, but soon it would require signing up. Then you would have to pay for every minute you spent chatting with these girls. You'd have to give them your blood type, your social security number, all of your credit card numbers, and the name of your firstborn child. I know this, because I was gifted one of these girls. <laughs> no, no. We're not in Taiwan, I can't get my little pretty lady boys. Six years ago, I was a student and always short of money. My friend Shannon told me that he had discovered a super easy way to make money. It's not like you're whoring or anything. Can you not, can you not get past that line? Have you been whoring? <laughs> it's not <laughs> It's not like you're whoring or anything. It's completely anonymous. Don't know who you're chatting with. Half of us are actually guys. You just have to pretend you're some Nikki or Samantha next door. It's not like you're whoring or anything. Oh. <laughs> it's kind of fun, actually. And the company pays really good money. You can work from home and choose how many hours you work all week. All you have to do is... Dirty talk with some guys you're never gonna meet in real life. At first, I wasn't into the idea. It felt like cheating. But then I realized I was a broke whore. <laughs> but, th but then I wondered if somebody actually believed that. Singles in their area were real? Of course not. It was just a fantasy. It was like writing erotic fan fiction in real time and getting paid for it. So. I let Shannon sign me up. The system was simple. The first chat, the free one, was a bot. After the user signed up and started to pay, he got to chat with real people. That was us. Our job was to try to keep them online as long as possible. At first it was kind of fun. I got really creative while playing. Sally, a shy college girl who was desperate for money. Kaylee, a nerdy girl with glasses, glasses, <laughs> super kinky, and flexible. And Rhonda, a curvy black girl, compassionate and motherly. I don't, I don't understand that. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> a curvy black girl, compassionate and motherly. <laughs> yeah, cause she... She already had six kids. A curvy black girl, compassionate and motherly. It was hilarious, and I soon stopped feeling any shame from doing it. Clearly, my customers were enjoying themselves, and since I remained anonymous to them, I had no risk of ruining my future career as a pole dancer. I figured I would just leave this thing out of my future CV. Is that a... Oh. I thought we were talking about STIs. 
The money was surprisingly good, as Shannon had told me, and since I got to choose my working hours, it felt like a perfect choice for someone like me, who also had to study a lot. Mom, I have a dream one day. One day you'll see. I'll be the best goddamn mouth whore on the fuck on the fucking telephone. I'll be the best goddamn type jerker in the world. Of course, there were downsides too. You don't say. <laughs> oh my god, I can't read anymore. Cause I'm so straight edge. Yeah, we are we we are. We're not doing anything. We are the world. <laughs> we are the <laughs> Of course there were downsides too, as you could imagine. Some guys weren't actually vanilla. Like they said color terms. They were chocolate. <laughs> chocolate Oh no, I get it. Like asshole play. I was by no means a virgin, but I got you don't to say. <laughs> But I got to explore some stuff that I hadn't even known existed. They were the overly violent ones who wanted to really hurt their partner would get hurt. There were those who wanted me to play a 13-year-old girl, and there were those guys who wanted me to piss all over them and then stick a hot, sharp poker in their ass. <laughs> I don't feel like repeating those things here, but I just want you to know that it wasn't always sunshine, farts, and rainbows. Some chats left me really uncomfortable, and at times, I didn't know whether I should just log out and uninstall and <laughs> kill, kill myself and ditch a paying customer or keep going. But I kept telling myself that it was all just kind of a game, a legal and harmless way for these guys to act on their fantasies and for me to get paid. Mm -hmm. You better have my money. Usually, I played along. And the more I did it, the easier it became. To my own surprise, I soon found myself chatting casually about playing with knives and kicking someone's balls. Which was like every other one. Especially on Sundays. You know, you think everyone's at mass, you know, trying to enjoy the In good- mass masturbation. Ma yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna say Sundays are my favorite, but three or four times on a Sunday. they're your favorite. After a year in the job, it became really rare to be actually surprised. There were mostly three kinds of customers. The big majority that wanted normal dirty talk. And the lonely ones that were more in need of a friend or a therapist. They usually just wanted to talk about ordinary stuff and the super kinky ones. I soon learned to deal with all of them. However, one in time. However, one time an actually strange guy logged in. He didn't seem to fit into any of the categories above. He didn't really want to talk about sex, but he didn't feel like one of the lonely guys either. He was really hard to describe. So I'm trying to memorize some of our first chats here. He called himself the Fisherman. He always wanted to talk to Rhonda. Hi, honey. It's Rhonda here. How are you? Talk to me. Okay. What did you have in mind? Wink face. Just talk to me. I can't stand this fucking house. I can't stand these fucking voices. Just say anything. Well, what are you in the mood for? It's really hot in here, wink smiley face emoji. 
want to know what I'm wearing? No! No, just be there, please. Okay, honey, what's wrong? Are you okay? No, I'm not okay. It's these people, they are so loud. I can't take it. So, you have loud roommates? Yes! I just want silence. I just want my fucking silence. At this point, I'm extremely confused, but kept going because I needed the money. Maybe you should talk to them then. Tell them you need some privacy. I can't get rid of them. There's always someone. It went on like this. I pretty soon got the idea that he was probably not completely mentally healthy. These crazy people were pretty rare in the chat, but not completely non-existent. I didn't feel qualified as a therapist, but I usually did my best to make them feel better. The fisherman kept coming back. I always knew him right away from the way he wrote. He was in the chat for hours. At the time, I started to feel bad again. This person was clearly sick and using all of his money on a porn website, but I needed new titties and a Gucci bag, so I kept going. Usually going on and about wanting silence and loud people in his house, I started to think that there were no people in his house. It was probably all inside his head. The fisherman became so common of a customer that I hardly had time for anyone else. He always booked Rhonda for hours in a row. There's no other girl that could be Rhonda. It also seemed that he never talked with any other employees but me, even when they were playing Rhonda. Oh, shit. I, I guess we foreshadowed. He somehow recognized me and logged out immediately if someone else was saying, You're not Rhonda. Sharon started to joke that he was madly in love with me, but I saw nothing funny in the situation. My job wasn't fun anymore. I had become a personal therapist for someone. I tried to ask my boss if I could not play Rhonda anymore, but the fisherman was bringing too much money in and my boss insisted I keep going. It's rolling in! Keep it going! So I did, and to my own horror, I realized I had started to develop some kind of feelings towards him. Not romantic, nothing like that, but I found myself wondering how he was. I guess... You can't spend hours and hours talking to someone without some kind of connection appearing. But at the same time, talking with him always really left this uneasy feeling. And I was really happy that I was just Rhonda to him. This was one of the last chats I had with him. I don't know how to get rid of them. There's no way out. I just want them to go away. Listen, honey, you don't think these people talk about you. I don't think they're real they're not real? No, I think you have just made them up, and if they're just in your head, then you can just stop thinking about them and they can disappear. I can make them disappear? I think you can. And that's what you want me to do, Rhonda? Make them disappear? If it makes you happy, honey. You're right. I can get rid of them. I can make them disappear. I can do it. Thank you, Rhonda. I love you, Rhonda. What's love got to do, got to do with it? Love is a big word, honey. I'm gonna make them disappear now. He logged out. It was the shortest time he had ever spent talking to me. The discussion left me strangely worried. You know that feeling 
that says that you've done something terrible, but you really can't pinpoint it. What that is? I had that exact feeling. Later the same evening, he logged on again. It was the last conversation I ever had with him. And also the last one I ever had there. I quit immediately right after it. Rhonda, what have I done? What have you done? Why? Why did you tell me to do it? What? What are you talking about? I was so scared that I shit my bridges. I killed them. Like you said I should. And now they're dead! Diggy Diggy, I don't understand. They wouldn't stop talking. And then they wouldn't stop screaming. And I kept on until they stopped. And now there's silence. Now, <laughs> they're finally silence. <laughs> Should I have done this in Christopher Walking impression this entire time? Apparently... Apparently the guy I was speaking with fisherman was. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go back and do Fuck that. It. I'm gonna do something after that, so please read it. Why? Well, hey, I wanted to go back and not do it in Christopher Walken. Because I wanted to do the realization that fisherman was actually Christopher Walken. <laughs> so please come go back and read it. They wouldn't stop talking, and then they wouldn't stop screaming, and I kept on until they stopped and now there's silence now there's finally silence this isn't making me very uncomfortable what have you done we are we're just changing our voices now we're just losing this story i kill i killed them all like you said i should and now there's blood everywhere i killed my wife and kids because you told me to. This is all your fault. Stop it! This is all your fault. You did this. And you will pay. You will fucking pay, Rhonda. I will find you. And I will make you pay for this. I'm going to go home now. Don't try to escape. This is your fault. You made me do this. This was your plan all along. You turned me on them. You did this. You did this. You. I will find you and make you pay. Christopher Walken? I lug out. I called Shannon and my boss almost immediately and told them I'm quitting. I told them, honestly, this is fucked up what had happened to me. I said that under no circumstances could they ever give my identity to anyone. I was really panicking, and Shannon had to come to my place to make me calm down. She assured me that there was no way that the fisherman could ever know who I was. Even if there was some kind of super hacker, my real name was nowhere on the site. My boss also assured me that the company was very strict about the anonymity of their employees. Every now and then, chatters contacted them and wanted to know their real names of the people who they had chatted with, but the company never gave that out. It was both for safety reasons and because they didn't want to break the illusion. My boss assured me that I was perfectly safe and that he was sorry that I quit. He asked if I could stay and not play Rhonda here anymore, but I was done. I stopped thinking about the fisherman and whether he had actually killed someone, or was the whole thing just a sick joke. Maybe that kind of shit turns someone on? Shannon said that this was probably the case. I followed the news but there were no homicides that would have fitted. 
I considered going to the police, but then again, I knew absolutely nothing about this person. It suddenly occurred to me that he could be anywhere in the world. Maybe he wasn't even in the same country. I log on website! I log on website and I touch penis! I touch my, I touch my little penis. One thing was sure after all, if the fisherman had really killed someone, he would have done it far enough not to make it in the news where I lived. I tried Google if there had been family murder anywhere on that in the past days, but I found nothing. Shannon kept on working on the site and asked if the fisherman had shown up, but he seemed to have gone. I was happy it was over. As time went by, I moved on. I haven't really thought about fishermen for years until yesterday something happened that brought all this back to me. After a long day at work, I decided to go see a movie alone. I just wanted some time for myself since I broke up with my boyfriend a couple weeks ago. And everything has been a bit of a mess since. I chose a movie that has been on for weeks so that the theater wouldn't be full. I got lucky. The theater was almost empty and I walked in. I chose the place I consider the best. The last row in the middle. And I started taking off my jacket. When some guy walked up to me. Is this place free? He said. From his accent I could tell. But only barely. Is this place free? He was foreign. Probably of Asian descent. I couldn't tell with the eyes. Is this press free? It was so dark, so dark in the theater that I didn't properly see his face to confirm what his ethnicity or age was. I nodded and he sat down. I was a little annoyed. The theater was almost empty and he had to sit right next to me. There was plenty of room. And they talked again. You like horror movies? We've already discussed that you're Asian. Please get back into character. You like horror movies? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we've lost control of this podcast. We've lost Wake! <laughs> wake and Wake! Spark it up! No, we are. We are not doing anything legal in this basement. <laughs> I have to keep I have to keep it up. If I stop now, there's no fucking point. Yeah, man, you you stay like Viagra. Keep it up. <laughs> uh for less for more than 6 hours though, and you should be concerned. Just seek out seek out medical help, medical assistance uh as soon as you pass that 6 hour line. <laughs> Since he really wasn't in the mood to make new friends, and I felt a bit like he was hitting on me, I politely explained that I wanted to be alone. He didn't answer, but he took a piece of paper from his pocket and wrote something on it. I assumed it was his social security number. <laughs> yeah, it makes, it makes complete sense. Here, you take this! You take this paper! You take now! 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 That's a bit Arnold Schwarzenegger. You take now! Now! Do it! Take it! Put the paper down! Now! <laughs> No! <laughs> my sushers! <laughs> my sushers! My sushers! My sushers! My sushers! My sushers! security card! My sushers! security card! Oh, my social security card, eh? <laughs> We've lost control of this box! <laughs>
Yes. No, we're at the end. We're at the end of the story. Oh my god. The miracle. I assumed it was a phone number. He then put the paper in my pocket. Bit of an invasion of privacy, I thought. And just walked away. It was weird. He didn't just change the seat, but actually left. He didn't want to see the movie. I was a bit annoyed by this encounter, but soon forgot the whole thing as the movie started. It wasn't until I was home that I remembered the weird guy who'd given me his phone number. I took the paper out of my pocket just to throw it away, but it was no phone number. There was just this text. I found you, Rhonda. And I will find you again. I, oh. I found you. <laughs> I found you, Rhonda. And I were find you again. Um, I liked this. I liked this story, and I knew I knew I wanted to save it for you because um, I think it was Disco Dracula who had a. Uh, I, I had to say it like that because I have to play two seconds of yeah, his music. I love how Disco Dracula is on for one show. Gets a goddamn theme song. Frowns McBoonPoon is on for three, and I get shit. You get my respect this next story <laughs> this next story is called after death the pain ended quickly i rose and tried to find my body probably lying mangled underneath the metallic wreck dying in a road accident is definitely the worst way to go so had a nice life asked a voice behind me I turned around to find a woman smiling. Since she couldn't see me, I was pretty sure she was a soul like me. She giggled. You are taking it pretty well. I'm Cindy, by the way. I spoke evenly. What happens now? Hell? Heaven? She laughed louder. Before I could say something, I heard a commotion from far off. Cindy shouted, Come on! She ran. She turned and yelled, Have you been good? What? Have you done any good while you lived? Totally confused, I spluttered. I, I, I donated blood once. As we reached the source of noise, I was dumbstruck to find hundreds of people ripping each other apart in front of a hospital. I shouted, What's happening here? Cindy replied, Someone is giving birth here. These souls are fighting to get inside the newborn shell. But the baby, listen to me. There is no baby until a soul penetrates it. If no soul makes it inside, the shell is pronounced dead by doctors. She continued. Your fighting strength depends on your karma. So the soul of a rapist or a pedophile, etc. stands no chance. They will never get a shell and will painfully wither away. Children are most dangerous. Pure souls. Stay away from them during fights. But what about heaven? And hell? This is hell. And more importantly, the life you left behind, that is heaven. That is fucking... My mind is blown. It's a, it's a really cool... I can see this being a really awesome like graphic novel concept. Like, you kind of just flavor of the week, follow different people around different parts of the world as they um fight to come back from, like, a limbo. 
a, lim- a limbo hell. Absolutely. And we're following like a protagonist trying to like get get through that. And like this this goes with so much religion and so much myth out there about reincarnation. You know, I got really excited every time you said the word hell because it made me uh, think about the movie From Hell. I love Alan Moore. He is crazy, but a genius. And uh, so basically, I just thought about that the entire time you read that story. But uh, he looks like a wizard. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, like that's. I mean, that's fine. That's you. That's the only people who could say that or to you were stirring rough sex. I'm glad that you were thinking about a wonderful graphic novel that entire time because I honestly think that that would make like a really cool concept. Reincarnation is like probably the most like believable afterlife that I could think of. I don't believe in an actual heaven or hell. I just think like you stop existing. You literally like the lights go out one day. That's death. You just you're done. I don't like to think about that because that's kind of... Well, it's mortality. It's a human thing. Well, you know what else is a human thing? Sucking big back. So I'm going to let you read this next one. This is the only other story I had saved for you. This one I call... No. (laughs) Nope. This one's called I'm Hungry. I'm... Hi, Hungry. I'm Dad, eh? I'm okay with Canadian Dad. Tom sat on the hard wooden staircase watching the front door and waiting, eh? He really had to leave, but right as he was about to go, an amazing joke came to him and he couldn't keep it to himself. Since his daughters were due to come meandering through the door at any minute, he decided postponing for a few minutes wouldn't cause any harm, eh? His daughters usually rolled their eyes and let out exaggerated sighs when he delivered his usual comedy masterpieces. But they still smiled. They were good kids. He never was sure if the smiles were because of his unsurpassed hilarity or if they were laughing at his lame attempts at humor, eh? Can I just say that you've drifted into Kermit the Frog? (laughs) I've lost control of my life. You went from casual Canadian to fucking a pig. (laughs) Ooh, eh? There is probably a Canadian out there that's fucking a pig right now. Only if that pig is a maple bacon, eh? <laughs> I get it. Bacon, eh? <laughs> bacon, 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 bacon. <laughs> Ooh, I even snore like one. Either way, nothing brightened his day more than seeing his girls with smiles on their adorning and beautiful faces. That is why he was delaying his departure. He had the dad joke to end all dad jokes, and he hoped it would eventually bring a smile to their faces, eh? The doorknob began to turn. Finally! Tom rose, hovering above his crumpled, lifeless body as his girls entered the house. Girls, watch out for that top step! He chuckled. It's a real killer! After delivering his witty gem, he stopped resisting and relaxed as he would pull it into the light. What's with these afterlife stories, and what's with your fucking schizophrenic <laughs> trips throughout <the> stories? <laughs> You've become six different people at this point. Listen, I told you from day one, I'm the most politically correct person you're going to meet. I like to support- We have actually formed a friendship over political correcting this. Uh, cur- you want to do troll pasta? You want to do some stupid pasta? Uh, 
off the record <laughs> off the record i'm not high we we people we are not we are not doing <laughs> you're ruining my facade hey all you people hey all you people hey all you people hey all you people would you listen to me we're not smoking out of a bong not an ordinary bong <laughs> Best of all, it's a bong that doesn't make us smoke the weed. Smoking the weed. Smoking the weed. Darling, it's better down where it's wetter in the bong from the sea. Because <laughs> listen, man. Listen, man. The seaweed, the seaweed is seaweed. Oh! And the, oh! And the water is the bong water, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Do what you love, man. Crackpot theories, man. Oh, do you like my crackpot theories, eh? I need to. I need to continue this. I I can't. I can't cut all of this because I think it's hilarious. But like, I need. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to trim around it. You know, I'm gonna have to give us the best hits. Literally. It's it's a lot harder to do than than you imagine. This is one of the most this is one of the most well known um, troll pastas out there. This one is called the day of all the bloods. This is the story of a day where there was all this blood. A man was walking around and blood started coming out of him everywhere. There was so much blood that it filled up an elevator. He went to the store and there was just blood all over the place. People were slipping in it and they were all grossed out. He tried to go swimming and all the sharks went nuts and bitten everybody. He got chased by all the vampires ever. One time, the blood got a kid and a dog. At the end of the day, everyone decided they would send him to space so they would stop getting blood everywhere. The scariest part is that the man was you. Bing, boom, boom. Or, he was a, or he was a lady, if you are a lady. And you forgot that this happened. So that was the day of all the bloods. And we're not talking about the, 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 the blood and crypt war. You know, that's that's a I immediately thought it had something to do with the bloods and the crypts. I'm glad to see that I I was right. And it's it the day of all the bloods. To do about with Soldier Boy Toe. This one's called the Boss. The Boss. The Boosy Boss. The Pussy Boss. Once upon a time I was working at work and doing my job and then my boss said we needed to talk in his office I said okay sure yes and he said okay Bill you're fired unless you do something for me <laughs> and I said to him okay sure yes again because I do not want to be fired because then I will have no money he then told me how he was Satan and also the devil and he told me that he wanted to chew my soul because I am not efficient enough at my job I said please no sucking dick is hard work but he did it anyways and then I died so now I am dead and I also bleed to death this is a true story <laughs> I know because I am you see I really feel like you see how this is written I think the point of the story is
that I'm the boss. <laughs> it's in all caps. <laughs> Am I supposed to scream this? <laughs> Once upon a time, I was working at work and doing my job, and my boss said we needed to talk in his office. This one's called, Can You Smell Fear? So I'm just sitting here on my couch, which is pushed to my computer, and the rest of the room is to my back. I'm watching TV and jacking off when I hear this really menacing cackle from behind me. I shit too many bricks to sit up and look behind me, so I just slowly moved my head to the left. Where I saw my cat, it was staring either blankly or terrified at the space right behind the couch, and perfectly frozen in a position I don't normally see it in. I just watched, watched it, imagining what kind of evil it saw right behind me. But then I noticed something. It started stretching and contracting its back. It was taking a shit, and the cackle was just it farting. It was staring because it was focusing. I nearly threw up trying to clean it up. God damn it. Then a skeleton popped out. I think what we really need to discuss here is the fact that this kid legitimately shit bricks. <laughs> and he backed up his claim by not being able to move afterwards. Which is because there's fucking there's bricks in his pants. So what what we missed out on there is there is a troll pasta out there that we haven't read yet. The next story we're gonna bring to you is the scary man. Once upon a time there was a scary man, yeah. He was very scary, and he was scary. And one day very scary man said, I'm gonna scare some little kids. So the scary man walked to these little kids' houses and rung the doorbell. A little kid answered and said, Hi, how are you? And the very scary man, who was very scary, said, I'm a scary man, and I'm going to scare you. The kid said, No, you can't, because I won't let you in. And the kid closed the door, but the scary man wouldn't give up. And it was night, and walked back to the kid's house. Scary man brought a ladder this time, so he climbed up the kid's window and opened it up and he saw the kids in bed and said, Boo, I'm gonna scare you. And Billy woke up and said, Oh yeah? Well, taste my brother's butt. And he walked up. Brother who fired his deadly diarrhea at the scary man, and the scary man melted because the poo was acid. The next day at school, the kids were at school, and they were at school, and, the, and guess what the class said? They had a sub, and it was a sub, and who else ate the sub? Sub, Subway, Illuminati confirmed, eat fresh! <laughs> the substitute teacher was a scary man. He had come back from the dead one. <laughs> oh, do you get it now? Yeah, I get it. Read it like you... You know, you know how we listen to YouTube poops all the time? Yeah. Read it like how we imitate YouTube poops. Okay. Because these are the YouTube poop of Creepypasta. You understand it? Now I get it. It is the, U it is the YouTube poop. And for, for the people out there, uh, YouTube poop is one of the best things YouTube can offer in the form of comedy. Coming from someone who can find the darkest YouTube poops in the darkest areas of all parts of the internet, the dirtiest, dirtiest, nastiest shit. Grandma. They have changed my life forever. And <laughs> yeah. We, we, you know, one thing that probably makes our sense of humor so fucking stupid is the fact that we have grown up on YouTube poops. But, oh, I'm gonna go with Ghost Van. This is another troll pasta. Okay. Now, by Ghost Van, 
you know, you know, it's a van that is a ghost. To help us report, we actually can't get paid. The uh, I have a I have a um I have a deal made with the guy I take the music from. He's from Sweden. There's this artist. Uh, I told him I'd do a shout out, so that actually makes sense. This is a shout out to Cryo Chamber, a Swedish music artist that posts free ambient music to SoundCloud. I download all his shit. It's all the spooky tones that I use throughout all of my videos. Yeah, well, thank you so much for letting us use your stuff. Cryo Chamber. Follow his shit. It is awesome. That is C-R-Y-O-C-H-A-M-B-E-R. Cryo Chamber. Yeah, search it on SoundCloud. Search it on YouTube. I found him on YouTube, but his stuff is free everywhere. So this is going to be the last story that we're going to read on this special episode <laughs> special ed <laughs> special ed episode um this is troll pasta featuring ghost fan once there was this man and his name was george every single kid in the neighborhood loved him because he was the ice cream man he came around every single friday night nobody ever went out to eat on fridays everybody stayed home but one night he didn't come. The kids thought he was just confused and went to his house to tell him. They saw Mr. George, but he was dead. Nobody knew how he died. One Friday, all the kids were home and saw that Mr. George's van was coming around. They got confused and went outside to see who it was. Nobody was in the van. When it drove away, someone got in the driver's seat and said, Poor Mr. George. That one wasn't really trolly. No. It was just a shitty story. <laughs> no, but it, it, it left you open for. I mean, people are going to be listening to this and putting their own ending in there. I mean. Poor Mr. George. So this was lots of pasta. I mean, maybe it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's arguable at this point. This <laughs> might have been this. Pasta. This might have been something else. Garlic bread. <laughs> lots of, lots of, lots of latkes. Yeah, potato uh, pancakes. So, so that you know, for all of you who have been trying to listen, this, <laughs> and you probably turned it off already. It's, you know, <laughs> let's just, if we're being honest, you've stopped listening, um, or you're dead, and this is just on your laptop. But you playing. can join our ghost your par- Your parents are going to find this, and they're going to be like, we lost him a long time ago. <laughs> I he died. That he therapy. died years ago. Lots well, of pasta. Well, 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 this was lots of pasta. And if you're vegan, vegetarian pasta.